0: Hi friend, this is Georgian Banoff, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, The Cost of Freedom. I'm so fired up and I can't wait to share with you a powerful conversation that I just had online with my friend Lance Walno. That billion soul harvest that we've been hearing about, it will actually be bigger and it will come faster than you can imagine. Amos chapter 9, verse 13, in the message, Bible says something very remarkable. It says, things are going to happen so fast. Your head will swim. One thing fast in the heels of the other. You will not be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once and everywhere. And look, blessings and blessings from God to help us with this amazing, amazing time that's coming upon us. So it's going to take every one of us in the body of Christ, no one exception, to step into God's plan for this generation. And that, my friend, is you and me. We are part of His glorious church, the body of Christ. Today I'm sharing a portion of what my friend Lance and I had to say as he joined us online. Get ready, it's he is on fire, and get ready, to hear what the Lord is saying, to unpack this. Uh, because the revival always looks different than, than the, the past revival. It's, it's always my experience and what I've read through the books as well, church history. So get ready. It may not look exactly like you imagine it's going to look, but it's going to be a revival. God will confirm that in your heart. Rest assured, trust me. Listen to the Lord. Listen to His voice every day starting right now more than ever. And you will not miss it. You will you'll be part of that. So God bless you as you listen to Lance Walnow, fiery, fiery spirit. And I love revival. And, and I, but revival is
1: experiential and it's personal. What I saw was, institutionally, the country was getting taken over. These seven mountains, now you see media and the news will take you down on social media. You could get silenced into Siberia. Uh, and, and look at what they do with the truckers in Canada. They can, it can, the business mountain, the banking mountain, can shut down your funds. Take your truck. The government mountain can put you in jail if it's working with the business mountain. Shut down your business. If it's working with big tech, it can track you. They, I wrote about this in my last book. They want to take a vaccine passport in order to be able to track everywhere you go. Gavin Newsom was even tracking people. To try to find out if they were having Bible studies with three or four people, and there was no singing allowed in church, and a pastor could go to jail if he had a congregational meeting. Folks, we have never, this happened in the last 24 months. We've never been here before, and it happened so abruptly that, you know, so, okay, so I was talking seven mountains. I said, if we don't take the high places, the gates of influence, the, the the gates of hell will take the gates of influence in media, in academia, in business, in entertainment, in government. The only place they're going to have a hard time getting is your family and your church. But if you ever lose your right to freedom of speech or the right to assemble, there goes your family, there goes your church. So we're looking at an unprecedented antichrist. We should know this. The Bible teaches us. The revival is real. I'm in the middle of one right now. We're starting to see revival pockets pop up everywhere. But the revival is strongest attached to Reformation because God is not wanting to give up the nations that are Christian, influenced, and free to the devil. Uh, But, you know, our theology is is a dangerous thing because if you agree with the devil, you get the will of the devil. If you agree with God, you get the will of God. There's no no option about passivity because if you're passive, the devil will exert world influence to take you over. You have to be intentionally in agreement with God. God's will right now is that North America be saved. So with the trucker movement that we saw take place, remember Bob Jones had that prophecy? He repeated it often. He thought the honkers... He said, the honkers will be honking, and that's the geese, and then the eagles will be flying. To me, the honkers, and to Bob, actually, is what's important, is the honkers were the prophetic movement of prayer, intercession in the heavenly places. That would release the eagles. And he also said that the apostolic was going to break forth. He had like prophecies about when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. remember way back when, uh, when that word was going around. And so the church looked for these prophetic words as a light in a dark place. Now, the hawkers, I believe, could easily apply to the church movement in Canada. What did it do? Well, it exposed communist nature of liberal democracies because liberal democracies are one step away from socialism, which is the elite. We got to get the definition down as Christians. Socialism is when the elites take over your freedom and tell you what to do because it's in your own best interest, when in fact it's really in their best interest, and they're telling you what to do, and you've given up your freedom to a group of people smarter than you in order to run your life. This is unfortunately what young people don't get when they're talking about socialism. They think it's like social media or generosity. It isn't. It's about you surrender to someone else your freedom of choice because they know better than you how to run your life. Now, if it's a group, it's socialist. If you shrink the group, it's a dictatorship, but it's the same system. The only alternative to that is republic or where the people control the elites. The elites will always try to take over your life. It's human nature, it's the flesh to wanna dominate another person. The people will choose who the, uh, the elites are that represent them, and that's representative government. We need a whole Christian's crash course and the governing system God gave America for the gospel. Because if we neglect it and go, well, it ha- listen, uh, this may sound like controversial, but I, I, have, I have kids that have, I have put my kids to Bethel uh, out there for a year or two, one of my, my daughter, and uh, and actually they don't, they've done better over the, over the last couple of years. But there's a high number of students out there that are romanticized about socialism. They come from all the world. They got 700 different nations will go there. But socialism isn't like a, you don't get a gag reflex when you hear it. You think, well, half the students could go with socialism. Half the students could go with capitalism. It's like they don't have a clear outrage meter on this. And and if you aren't clear on this, whether it's IHOP or Bethel or anywhere, we've got a whole new generation of reformers who don't really know that they're going up against communism and socialism and AOC and Bernie Sanders these guys, you think, well, it's politics. Forget it. It's not politics anymore. It's called religion. It's the religion of the left. The religion of the left is called woke. It's the counterfeit awakening. It's a spiritual thing. It's a religious belief system. It says that if you have the wrong confession regarding gender, you should be and you should actually be excommunicated. You should be uh, taken out of your job. You should be disciplined. What is that? It's called excommunication. It's what the church never practices, which is if somebody offends and the whole congregation agrees that's wrong, then you're out of the synagogue. Well, that's what cancel culture is. It cancels you out of the synagogue. And if this stirs you up and annoys you, well, what's he talking about? You're the problem because you're the Christian with the anointing and the power of Pentecost that doesn't know what God's doing in your generation. You are part of a reformation. What's reformation? Reformation is a revival of, that hits institutions or mountains. When a revival hits you, it's personal awakening. When it hits government, it's a great awakening. When it hits media, it's a great awakening. When revival hits business, it's a great awakening. When revival principles overtake the systems, it's an awakening. When we're praying about a third grade awakening, it's not exchangeable language with revival. No, an awakening is when the personal revival Hits the institutions, the mountains, the systems, the governments, and the and the gates of influence. The I hope this makes sense to you. And if I sound a little worked up about this, it's because of what's going on in Canada. The honkers honked, and boom, the veil comes off, and we find out that Justin Trudeau is very much the DNA child of Castro. By the way, people talk conspiracy theories about this stuff. Uh, there's is there's, there's great ample evidence that um, Justin Trudeau's parents were actually uh, involved in, in, in these swinging relationships in the Caribbean with uh, Fidel Castro and that he was birthed possibly by Fidel Castro. And it's, it's, this isn't some weird conspiracy theory. This is actually like there's, news, there, there's research on this. So you look at this young guy who is ruling like Castro would rule. And so, and he's, and he's on record saying that the most admirable system of government he's ever seen is communist China, because with a dictatorship, you could deal with global warming that fast. So here you got a woke person loving communism because of the efficiency and authority with which the elites can crush their opposition and impose what we all know we need, which is their religion. Their religion is climate change. Their religion is transgender. Their religion is LGBTQ+. Their religion is some races matter more than others. It's instead of instead of the fundamental principle of America being that all men are equal in the sight of God and all men are created equal, the new religion says, not really, that um, that it's if you're a minority, you're more equal than others. And so you guys got to catch this because if you ignore this, then you don't recognize the fusion of theology and revival with issues shaping culture. So that as we move forward, preaching the gospel. Last night we am with Mario Murillo. We're out here at a tent meeting. We're doing a flashpoint today with Gene Bailey. We had uh, a thousand people. George, and you love this because you're an evangelist at heart. Thousand people overflowing the, you know, uh, from the tent all the way overflowing. So already got, you know, I don't know how many, maybe three thousand people were here last night. The altar calls are packed. People that have never experienced the power of God. I'm talking, and the poor they're hearing the gospel, one woman has two hips shot out, uh, you know, two women, one woman has no knees, and but these people are walking around, and they're walking, they look like, you know, like people that would be ho- pushing a cart around on the street, because you look at their clothes like, almost like street people, but they're walking around stunned, because the miracle power of God is giving them, is giving them legs, giving them, giving them what one young girl, came up there, she's got a demon. She's getting Mario got a word of knowledge. There's a young girl called a missionary, uh, be a missionary, but a spirit got a hold of her somehow through trauma. And she, she's she got a, like a, a mental disorder. And from two o'clock, five o'clock, she runs around the house doing stuff fanatically. She can't ever rest. It's like, it's like, and this demon came out of her right there, called it out. He called out her condition, her missionary call, and told her exactly what hours of the day she was afflicted. And she got, and the demon came out. We're looking at signs and wonders. Well, what do you think Mario's political views are? Exactly like mine. The anointing isn't lifting him because of be- him having a political opinion. You know, he isn't preaching this message. He goes in and stabs her and there, but he, but but you know, he's but he is from that position. He is articulating where the church is against the radical left trying to take over North America. The honkers have honked. Where are the eagles? I think the eagles are in the United States. I think they're listening to me right now. And you don't have to be uh, listen. You don't have to be political in order to cast the devil out of politics. You simply have to recognize I got to cast that devil out over there. And to do it, I've got to go into the strong man's house. So you go into government to cast the devil out of government. You go into media to cast the devil out of media. You've got to go into the strong man's house to cast the devil out does that make sense to you and we're seeing miracles signs wonders we had like I don't know 500 600 people a night getting saved here tell you something else I'm doing these political rallies now preach the god and if you preach the gospel at a political rally and you don't you don't and you do it right you literally have a heart of people because these people they know God they like you and me were they're not Hindu, Buddhists, they're not really Satanists or anything like that. They're, they think they're Christians. They don't know they're not Christians. Then they hear the gospel, but they love God. They care about America. They like the flag. They don't want to see their country go down the toilet. They see these these pernicious evil uh, forces taking over all sectors of society. They see crime is rampant. The borders are open. The inflation the economy is shot. Eighty billion dollars of equipment was left to a tribe that has sandals in the Taliban in Afghanistan. And we're getting into stupid conflicts with Russia, and they're going, something's wrong. Where's Donald Trump? And we say, no, Donald Trump isn't your savior. Jesus is your savior. We literally take the flag to lead them to the cross, and boom, they're at the altars getting saved. I'm telling you something. What I'm talking about now scares the devil. more. You know I know it scares the devil? Because all of his disciples on the left are freaking out that we're marrying the gospel with the destiny of nations. And even the religious establishment, Georgia, is attacking me now, which isn't, which is, you know, before they kind of roll their eyes, oh, Lance and Seven Mountains, oh, Lance and Donald Trump, you know, Lance has really gotten off, you know, he's really gotten off with this Donald Trump thing. No, I wasn't off. I was a prophet. I said, God is an anointing the Christians. We got nice Mike Huckabee. I love Mike Huckabee. I like Ben Carson. I love Ben Carson. I love, I love, listen, I love uh, Ted Cruz. He's a preacher, loves Seven Mountains. He teaches Seven Mountains. I like all the Christians that are running. The problem is God needed Samson. He didn't need Isaiah. And so God chose Donald Trump. And Donald Trump comes along, boom, like a wrecking ball. And and he was the guy God got to To this day, there's still Christians that are all upset about Donald Trump. That shows you how goofy the body of Christ is. They can't even recognize Samson when he's clubbing Philistines. So here's where we are right now. God's saying, uh, the Great Awakening of America, the Third Great Awakening is happening. The Eagles are rising up. Now you got the trucker convoy coming along. The honkers have honked and they've revealed the nature of the principality in North America over Canada. It's uh, communism. By the way, where did Trudeau get instructed to lock down, to shut the gas off, to break up this thing, to break the windows, to beat on the people, to trample on them, to take them out of there, haul them out, lock them in jail, seize their assets, plunder their bank accounts, even right now in Ottawa, they want to take their trucks and sell them so that they ruin their lives. All peaceful protesters, thirty percent of them Christians, all dancing in the streets, deliberately keeping that attitude. It exposed Trudeau and exposed Biden because Biden and his advisors told Trudeau this is what you're going to do. Now, what do you think Biden's going to do when they truck California up to Washington D.C.? A whole bunch of hand-wringing pastors are going to go, God, we pray that there's going to be no... Well, sometimes God wants a little bit of action. He wants a little bit of controversy out there. You think Martin Luther didn't stir things up when he had the Reformation? So what's Biden going to do? He's got he's got a problem over here with Russia, Putin, and the entire world. China's watching this and going, we're, we're going to chop up Taiwan. If Russia can get away with getting Ukraine, we're going to put Taiwan on the menu. Taiwan goes, there goes the entire Eastern Asia Asia-Pacific Rim, all the way down to the Philippines, to Indonesia, to Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, gobbled up under the influence of the dragon, while Russia, the bear, reaches out and starts carving in, Georgian carving in, to Hungary, to Bulgaria, because once he's got Ukraine, he's going to go and reestablish the old Soviet empire. Meanwhile, doddering in the United States, under its spirit, can't resist it, because God fighting with a woke America. He'll only fight for a great awakened America because God's going to save Christianity and freedom in the West. That's the Reformation. It may not be the Reformation you want, like Trump may not be the candidate you want, but it's what God wants, and I'm here to tell you, that's where the future is. The revival, the miracles, the signs, the wonders are going to more and more be with the statesman evangelists. You know what that is? That's someone who's 90% revival, casting out devil signs, wonders, miracles, and gospel preaching. And 10%, shake up the devil in the system and call out the lunatic left and the compromised right because the Republicans are just as goofy as the Democrats, and it's time that the government was on Jesus' shoulders in North America. Amen and amen. Hi, Georgian.
0: Lance, you have fire. You have fire. You're filled with the fire of God, with the passion of God to protect this country, man. I love you. And I got to tell you, I'm waking up in a big way to everything you've been saying for many years actually in our events but now in the last two years I'm going what is happening and last did you know that there was a yep. 45 declared communist takeover goals they actually have a list of goals that they've been really uh, making sure that happen in America I, I was not aware of how concentrated the Communist Party's efforts have been underground all of, all all these years since the since the early late sixties, early seventies, you know, there was a similar kind of uproar, and then they went underground. They want to uh, uh, capture both political parties in the United States, infiltrate both political parties, uh, get control of all the schools, which which I kind of heard that they were in the university, but now they control. They want to control all schools, you know, even little children, you know, totally infiltrated. Oh, yeah. Uh, gain control oh, of all student newspapers. Uh, get get control of all teachers' associations, such like the teachers' union. I mean, this is already, in a big way, happened. We could stop it, but we gotta we gotta rise up and 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 do something about stopping it. Lance, it, it's fit for forty five goals that they have, specific goals, you know, infiltrate the press, of course, taking prey, infiltrate the TVs, infiltrate the radio, the motion pictures, gain control, uh, continue to discredit dis- American culture, uh, gain control of the family, dis- dismantle the parents. Lance, I was born when my parents didn't say a, tw- a single word of what we used to be, lost all control of educating the children, never heard a peep because they were scared because if they say something contrary to communist propaganda, and you know, kids repeat it, and that's it, they're done with. Because they were crushed with fear, with blood. Millions of people were killed in order to establish. I was born in this established communism, but parents don't don't realize they're, these communist people after you as parents, they want to destroy family. Last, these are amazing, amazing. I didn't, I didn't even know all that. But thanks for doing what you're doing. Keep going, we're hundred percent behind you. A hundred percent.
1: Yeah, you know, and it's like uh it's like, like Mario Morelos says, he says, You may not be interested in politics, but politics has interest in you. And and everything's getting political. It's not because of us on the right, it's not because of Christians. It's because the devil is going to use the governments of this world to try to seize power over the government of God. And the only way that you can fight back is to go where the gates of hell are located. Jesus said that I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. That's the ecclesia, that's the four or five of you gathered together that are in a small group that are like the children of Israel, like Daniel, going into Nebuchadnezzar's arena. This may sound crazy, but we need strong apostolic churches sending ecclesias into the systems small groups of people that are connected to that apostolic hub and they go in and invade arts, invade business, invade. And if they'll do it with the an anointing, we'll go to the top and we'll take on the gates of hell and we'll see reformation.
0: So uh, we have thousands watching now. And of course you have amazing audience, but talk to us specifically how to do that. Because for the next nine months, we're going to go once a month like this and uh, address What's happening in a in a medical industry, how doctors are losing their job because they're resisting uh the, the nurses. I heard that there are one million nurses gathering was gonna come up in, in Washington, DC just soon. And I said, yes, what can we do? Like, give us the, the specifics, uh, arm us or or direct us besides standing in Jesus. To me, this okay. is the biggest awesome. thing. Standing in who Jesus is the holy All one. Right. Because they're after. They're often demoralizing the family of America. They want to kick, but we're standing in Christ. but tell us something more specific.
1: Yes, specifically. Listen, write this down, LanceWalnut.com. LanceWalnut.com. We are putting together the ultimate book of acts activist guide where we're taking all seven mountains and we're saying, where do you feel the passion and the anointing most? Is it on critical race theory attacking your children? Is it on... Is it on uh, Is it on the sex trafficking and the pedophilia that's being exposed in places, weirdly enough, from CNN all the way over to the tech industry? And so what we're saying, we're going to have a list of the seven mountains with all the organizations that have connections to the kingdom so that people can identify which organization to go with, because they're all ecclesias. One of them is really an ecclesia that is going up against the gates of hell. So go to lancewellon.com. Within a, we have, the activist guide will be active, and you can find out who is in the mountain, and, and then we're going to try to connect you in your region, who is in your city that is taking on that gate. So all we can do is organize, uh, Georgia, and that's that's the main thing. But please, to me, in November of, uh, of this coming year is going to be a thing called the midterm elections, and the midterm elections is God's window for us to go into the government mountain and push back. On the, uh, on the agenda of hell. And you have got to be able to see this if you don't exercise your faith and your obedience to go participate in, in using the seed that God gave you of religious liberty to let your voice be heard. Well, then you deserve whatever kind of crazy government you get. And don't say it's the will of God when the devil shows up because the God isn't the devil. God's will is the kingdom come, not hell. So in November, yeah. we have to defeat everyone who is not walking in the principles of the kingdom and you got to cast your seed in the form of a vote in november before then you need to be a book of acts activist a holy ghost revivalist and move towards the gates of hell and identify where the gate is and who your brothers and sisters are who are going to go with you com is going to have that activist guide
0: com. we got it up front for everybody to see but uh uh, as I said, every month, we're going to take if different one of the mountains, like you call the mountains, like the education, the media. Every month, we're going to go after the community involved with that. Well, so, uh, but, George,
1: if, if, if you're going to do that, then every month, I'll do a quick update with you guys on your team, yeah. just like this, and we'll highlight two or three champions, subject matter experts, who are yeah. going up against the gates of hell and hitting exposing their agenda. So if your agenda is like what's going on with the vaccines, I got James O'Keefe. We've got him right here. If your thing is you really want to go full tilt, firebrand, you know, political, I'll get you a hold of a Marjorie Taylor Greene for an interview. And you'll hear a businesswoman, Christian, who rolled up her sleeves and says, I'm going to take on Washington. The whole city's corrupt. But I'll connect you, George. And we'll do it every month. You pick the mountain you're going to focus on. And I'll do a broadcast and connect you guys with the best activists that are Kingdom people that I know that know the subject.
0: That is so good, Lance. Uh, we're forming alliance alliances uh, across the body of Christ. <clears throat> May uh, I wanted to say that, and and because a couple of years ago uh, we were doing a sh- shift America in in D.C., but I realized that we missed uh, the uh, what he called the primaries, which is the usually the month of May. Although Texas already got their primaries, but majority of the states in month of may are going to do do the primaries and, and i feel like we need to get involved with this political side of things uh, helping people to go and pick the right right the right people so by november we got the right people in there right exactly so if you have a brother
1: or a sister who hears god and is going into that mountain we need to get behind them exactly because the devil's organizing against them We need to get behind them and push. And then we have our Daniels in Babylon, which is where Daniel needs to go, Babylon, which is why I went to politics because we didn't have enough Christians in politics. And I went to media because we didn't have enough Christians in media. Oh, we got them all over the place, but they're not talking
0: about these things. And that's what my job is. Exactly. Uh, Next month, Lance, uh, I'm gonna let you go. You've been very generous with our time. Last minute like this next month, uh, I'll, I'll post the date in a second. But because of Purim uh, and the bravery of our, you know, mentors in the Lord, uh, Esther and her and Mordechai, her uncle, we're going to focus on media and journalism because they're speaking up. We need to speak out and step up like like Mordechai. He's unbowing. He stood up and said, "No, I'm not bowing to this." Haman, and, and of course, Esther stepped before the king. So next month we're going to have a, a uh, I believe, very round, around that holiday. So thanks for, uh, uh, oh, there it is. On uh, the shift uh, will be the third, March. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's March 25th. That's
1: yeah. when we're doing it. And by the way, George, and I want to encourage everyone to get involved with that because it's very prophetic that you're doing that. Last book I wrote, the Lord gave me a chapter on, Prophetic feast of Purim that's coming to the body of Christ. Wow. And because it happened when Cyrus was a ruler, uh, he told the Jews to go rebuild their house. While they were in the season of rebuilding the house, another ruler rose up who was who was over uh Babylon, Persia, and Esther was there. That was that was the Esther chapter. But here's what I want you to hear. While I was writing that the Lord showed me that Billy Graham died during the Feast of Purim. He was laying in Washington, D.C., being honored by the government of Democrats and Republicans during the Feast of Purim. And the Lord was making a prophetic statement to America that there was a change of season, that the Billy Graham era of government being friendly to Christianity was now under attack. The statesman evangelist was going to be laying there as the final prophetic symbol the era ending of the intercessor who prayed for America daily till he was 99 years of age and God took him and the Lord said now it's going to be different because when the feast of Purim came around the Jews were given authority to arm themselves to protect themselves from the destruction of the government against them and that means prophetically we've shifted times statesmen evangelists are rising up Those are evangelists who are going to preach for the destiny of America and the destiny of nations, and they're going to go up against the corruption like John the Baptist up against Herod and not count the cost. And the harvest is coming. God is arming his people with spiritual weapons to defend their liberty from the Hamans that are trying to take down sheep nations that were given to Jesus for his inheritance, and it's all shifting. And Billy Graham was the marker, the boundary item, That a new era is beginning, and that era is happening on this Feast of Peru.
0: That is so good, Lance. Lance, thank you so much. Just release that fire. I'm on fire. I can't even. If I let myself, I'll just explode. Release that fire on on the people, and then we're going to turn into amazing young leader Tommy Ariani, prophet from Africa. Uh, I can't wait for you to go. Go ahead, Lance. Release that anointing. There's a new that fire. And
1: the Lord Jesus said, he said, I will be like a nobleman who goes to a far country. And uh, I will give my servants uh, the resources to do business till I come back. Do business until I come back. And when he returned after receiving the kingdom, he ordered those slaves, those servants who he gave money and called them to him to see what they did with what he gave them, what business they had done. Occupy till I come is the translation in the King James. In the American and NIV, it says "Do business till I come. You're in the business of occupying territory that God gave America, God gave your nation. Occupy, do business. The spirit of the Lord says, I'm going to be raising up businessmen and businesswomen. They're going to be in the marketplace. Don't don't think there's something wrong if you're not in full-time ministry. I've given you full-time ministry in the boat you're in and the work you're in and the work I've called you to do, and I'm going to give you increased talent, anointing, opportunity, open doors, says the Lord, favor. If you will favor my righteous cause, I will prosper you. Do not look at the world's economy. Do not look at the world's circumstance, but look at Haggai, says the Lord, and read it closely. For I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth, the systems and the nations, the economies and the structures to bring wealth into my house, to build my kingdom. And you're going to see a great transfer of resource alignment, says the Lord, because I'm building a mighty house in the earth that will glorify my son.
0: Wow, that was so powerful. Thank you, Lance. Occupy until he comes. Yes. God is looking for these Holy Ghost activists where we are born for such a time as this. Come on, everybody. Can you feel the anointing? Can you feel the calling? God is resonating in our hearts and say, jump in, jump in. And, and maybe you can't do something huge like lance and, and stuff, but you can do something. You know, everything starts, even the largest trees starts with the little tiny seed. I know you can do it. Just listen to God and do the little thing that He's asking you to do every day. And it's going to mount into not only a large tree, but into a large forest. It's going to be awesome. Wow. I hope you can join us as we continue this online conversation. Harvest is coming. God is arming His people for the destiny of America and for the destiny of the nations.